marketers focused on finding and targeting their ideal customers at scale. I'm your host, Monique Ruiz. If you subscribe to any publication covering any industry, you've likely seen the word metaverse pop up recently. But what is the metaverse? Why is it suddenly being touted as the next big thing in advertising? And how can your company get engaged now before the competition gets too fierce? This month on the podcast, we're answering these questions and more with the help of Claritas's own VP of Marketing, Court Irish, and Joel Lamontagne. CEO of Triver, a 3D programmatic bidding ad exchange that allows advertisers to dynamically distribute branded content into any digital environment and measure ad performance across screens in real time. Cord is going to give us the what you need to knows about the metaverse first before Joel comes in later and tells us what it's like doing business in the metaverse. So let's go ahead and bring in Cord. Cord, welcome to the Marketing Insider. Thank you for having me. Excited. Of course. Great. So I mentioned that you're our VP of marketing, but can you give us a little more insight into what your role entails since I don't believe you've been on the podcast yet? Yeah. So in my role, I help lead the marketing and communications team uh, as it relates to our brand campaigns that we run for Claritas as a whole, but also a variety of our lead generation campaigns that we do across the various industries that we target as a company. My team helps support our sales team and their outreach, as well as any of the PR and communication efforts that we send for Claritas. So this month's podcast is all about the metaverse, which may be a brand new concept for some of our listeners. And since I didn't really do this up front in my intro, can you just start us off by explaining what the metaverse is? You bet. And it's actually relatively hard to explain as one simple thing, uh, like one digital universe. Uh, In fact, it's an ongoing debate in the industry even today, and it will probably continue to be. You know, the term metaverse evolves in definition as consumers continue to engage with technology differently. Uh, In some definitions, uh, metaverse is explained as, you know, engaging in virtual worlds, you know, only accessed by VR headsets, as an example. In others, it involves augmented reality that combines aspects of both the digital world as well as the physical world. But the definition is still relatively broad today, which is somewhat challenging, but I think at the same time, extremely exciting. Just the idea of taking an action or exhibiting behaviors with technology that was previously offered only for the physical world, now being able to do that through the digital ecosystem is exciting. Definitely. And do you know, are there certain industries that kind of currently hold the biggest opportunity for leveraging the metaverse with their marketing? I think there's a lot of industries that have potential uh, in the metaverse. Some of the big ones now that have started to engage would be retail, gaming, real estate, and being able to buy and sell properties within the metaverse, which is something that's gaining a lot of steam, at least in discussion right now in the industry, is another big industry. I, I think there's an opportunity for some industries that you may not think of today to really engage. So you know, industries like financial services come to mind as, a, as an industry that, you know, when you think about the ability to buy and sell goods and services, just like we do in the physical world, that is available today in various metaverse platforms, and it's only going to continue to grow. So I think for financial services industries, banks and credit unions and credit card providers, there's a big opportunity to figure out how they can engage and do things like provide 
debit and credit card opportunities for or purchase opportunities within the metaverse, you know, issuing mortgage loans, how that is going to happen if real estate's being bought and sold within the metaverse, stands to reason that some may need loans to be able to purchase some of that depending on the price points. You know, that industry as a whole, I think as of today is still trying to figure out where they might fit. Yeah, I think most people that do have a little bit of familiarity with Metaverse are thinking it's kind of a gamer's world. So to hear you talk about those other industries and what they're doing to sort of crack into it, it's very interesting. And it will definitely be something to keep watch for. Other industries that that come to mind, home improvement would be another good example. So your Home Depot, your Lowe's. Organizer or companies like that, you know, going back to what I had mentioned previously and sort of the broad definition of metaverse being one is augmenting reality that combines both virtual worlds uh, and the physical world. So there is technology today by some of those that I just mentioned where you can go in and, and you can, if you decided to re-landscape your backyard. You know, you have the ability now to be able to go to some of those those marketers and be able to see what a, a certain landscape style might look like just by uploading an image or a video of your backyard. And so I think some of the quote unquote metaverse technology is out there today. And many of us have, have probably engaged with it already and not realized that we are engaging in the metaverse. I think people you know, automatically go to thinking that this is 100% virtual world. You can only access it through the VR. And, and I think that's getting a lot of press. Um, and that's definitely one area that will continue to grow, but there are also others. Yeah. And you and I have been collaborating on a lot of metaverse content over the past couple of weeks, and we've got some exciting ideas that we're kicking around for the future. But for our listeners' benefit, how is Claritas expanding into the metaverse right now? We've evaluated a, a number of different things on our end. From our perspective, like many, you were just getting introduced into the space and trying to figure out where where what we offer the marketplace makes sense and where we could add value. You know, our ability to help marketers identify the right audiences, be it their current customers and helping them understand more about their current customers, but also prospects and, and future customers. That ability to identify audiences and help marketers figure out who to market to is really where we've started um, as it relates to the metaverse. Who are the audiences out there that are the most likely to engage in the metaverse and the metaverse in terms of the broad definitions that we discussed previously? Um, it might be different, right? Depending on if somebody's looking at a, a metaverse that's an augmented reality that combines digital and physical, the audience might be different if we're talking about a metaverse that's 100% virtual that you have to access through a, a VR. That is really where Claritas is starting right now and, and using our data assets and our capabilities to understand audiences to help marketers figure out as they think about how they're going to engage in the metaverse. They want to, we want to help them make sure that they're reaching the right either customers or customers and prospects in, in doing so. Right. And I'll say I haven't really seen other data providers kind of following a similar course as us. Have you? I'm just trying to get an understanding of the lay of the land that we play in. Yeah, no, I, I really have not seen, okay. seen any other data providers um, get into this space as of yet, you know, and, and we're definitely early. Uh, we try to be early adopters with things, but I, I think it does come back to data is obviously a huge asset. So I think it comes back to that ability to understand audiences and whether it's audiences that are engaging in the metaverse or engaging someplace else. That's really where it starts, where it really starts for everybody, including obviously the marketers. And so, you know, for us, it made sense given the depth and breadth of data that we have 
as well as our understanding of the, the type of consumers that would engage if they're not already in the metaverse, it made sense for us to start there. And there's still a lot to learn and, and it will continue to evolve, um, you know, evolve in terms of not only when you understand who the audience is, but when you engage them, are you engaging them inside the quote unquote metaverse or are you engaging them outside of the metaverse? Um, you may reach the same consumer, but your messages are going to be different depending on whether it's inside or outside that metaverse. You know, Claritas, you know, we, we provide that full suite of solutions that helps marketers identify audiences, execute campaigns, and then measure the impact of those campaigns. Today, we're starting on the identify piece, but we definitely have plans to sort of evolve that across the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Right. So for any industry decision maker who's listening to this episode of the podcast that's not already jumped headfirst into the metaverse, but you've kind of convinced them that they should, what would be your next steps for them? How can they get involved today and what should they work towards in the future? First thing that I would recommend is to do some research into the, the various forms of the metaverse that exist today. Do some research into how organizations today are engaging with the metaverse in various forms, you know, whether it's a Home Depot or a Lowe's in the augmented, you know, reality that combines physical and digital, whether it's a Nike who's opening a virtual store or has already opened a virtual store in the metaverse, do some research into how other marketers and other brands are, are accessing it. And I think it will open up the various ideas that you may have depending on the product or service that you have. I think understanding that this is here to stay, you, you can get engaged today, even at a very small level, and continue to evolve your engagement with the metaverse as a marketer. So you don't have to have all the answers today. None of us do, right? We're sitting on this call and we're still learning yeah. um, today how Claritas is going to engage in the metaverse. I know our clients are doing the same thing as well. So I think starting with research, I think understanding also how consumers are engaging. And there's a lot of things that are being monetized in the metaverse, right? And so there is a lot of opportunity as, continue, as consumers continue to engage in various digital activities. A lot of revenue is being brought in to brands through a lot of that commerce that's going back and forth, right? And so I think there's a tremendous opportunity. I think it just comes down to a marketer understanding, obviously, their own products and services and what role they could play in the metaverse also understanding the consumers that they have and their best customers and are they the type of customers that may not engage today but are more likely to down the road or they're already engaging in which case that recommendation of research and understanding how they can get involved is so critical today you know the fortunate thing for all of us is this is a topic that is all over the media and it's yep. going to continue to evolve so you know there's no shortage of of information out there on it and so that would be my recommendation. Just start research. Yeah. All right. Well, Court, thanks again for joining me for this quick but informative conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'll be joined by the CEO of Triver. So stick around. We're back and we're now joined by Joel Lamontagne, the CEO of Triver, who if you're not already familiar with, you'll definitely want to get familiar with. So Joel, welcome to the Marketing Insider. Hi, Monique. Thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. 
So at the very beginning of this episode, I gave a brief introduction of you, but I'd love to hear in your own words a little bit more about yourself and Triver, plus what clients come to you guys for. Sure. So for the past 10 plus years, we've been working on a XR app platform. And what that means is uh, we, we've created technology that allows brands to advertise in the metaverse uh, in, in different environments as well, too, all, all digital, obviously, uh, with very ease of entry. Uh, and with that comes data analytics, which we'll get more into, I'm sure, during the podcast here. Uh, we have multiple patents in the XR ad- advertising analytics space. Um, so it's it's been a, a very exciting ride, and I'm really happy to see the metaverse and NFTs come to uh, come to fruition because this is exactly what we've been building for the last ten years to actually you know empower the metaverse with our technology. Yeah, and you and I were introduced virtually, as things go now, <laughs> by uh, Ron Cohen, who's mm-hmm. a frequent guest of the podcast. And when he sent a link over to your website, I was really blown away by what you guys are doing. So like you said, I'm definitely going to be asking you a couple more questions about that. But let's start off talking advertisers. So the metaverse, it's a surprisingly diverse place in terms of who engages. You kind of expect it to skew young, as in Gen Z, but you're finding older millennials engaging as the parents of the Gen Z population. You're finding tech-savvy, mature consumer segments and everyone in between. So what types of advertiser clients do you find yourself working with and who are they primarily looking to reach? Yeah, you know, it's a really interesting space right now because a metaverse really lends itself to a lot of different things you can do. Mm-hmm. So we're engaged with some of the largest banks in the world right now in the metaverse, um, and we're doing stuff with mom and pop stores across the metaverse. So, you know, what's really interesting about this space is the metaverse can be used for different messaging, and there's different, you know, different brands have different ways of messaging. If it's gamification, if it's informative, there's all kinds of different things you can do inside the metaverse. So. With that, I mean, I mean, the doors are open to everybody that we're seeing. That we're getting more and more interest from uh, just about every brand you can think of, from ad agencies to you know, what, you know, direct brands uh, to us. It's a, a very, very exciting time. I mean, you see Sotheby's in the space. You see um, uh, Samsung. I mean, the list goes on and on. J.P. Morgan Chase. The list goes on and on about who's engaged and what type of messaging are they using inside here. Yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit more. Can you walk us through the process for creating a campaign that is delivered in the metaverse? Because that's not something we currently do at Claritas, so I'm interested in it. And does Trevor's team help with everything or are advertisers kind of acting in a more self-service capacity? Yeah, really good question. And um, the answer is yes to all the above. Um, and I'll drill down okay. on that, obviously. But, um, you know, th- again, our platform, what we built, we looked at this space in, in, you, know, you know, 10 years ago, it wasn't metaverse, it was in-game advertising. And that's where we kind of had our aha moment in terms of uh, when I saw these really cool photorealistic environments that Unity and Unreal Engine were starting to build back in the day. I thought to myself, you know, one day product placement, brand product placement inside these immersive environments uh, is going to be something, something just like TV and, and movie ads or, or movies, the product placement. And here we are today with the metaverse, and that's exactly what's happening with it, is product placement inside these environments. Um, but the, the challenges there are with Web3, um, it's, it's because Web3 is, is all, it's all 3D, uh, 3D dimensionals, right? So you have mm-hmm. XYZ coordinates in these immersive environments, which uh, it lends itself to a lot of challenges. No longer, you know, you're worried about a banner ad, which is a certain uh, height and width to, to, to deploy across the, the web, um, web two. 
And inside the, 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 the metaverse, you have these environments where, which change volumes as you walk through, as you you know, engage with it. There's all these different volumes in, in terms of uh, scale. Um, so that was one of the biggest challenges that Trevor first undertook was be able to deploy a single branded asset throughout the metaverse in different locations with, 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 with just one click. To actually create one, what we call a smart object, a 3D mm-hmm. file, which is which is derived from a OBJ file or FBX file, create that, turn it into a smart object file, and then being able to have calls to where that object file can be deployed throughout the metaverse. And once once that call happens, again, what Trevor does in the back end, it actually auto scales that that branded asset accordingly to the volume at each one of these locations inside the metaverse. So you don't have something really big on a table, really small on the table. For a brand, it's it's the right size all the way through. Okay. So that's a big, big uh, barrier of entry to actually be able to have brand scale inside the metaverse with with our technology. Your website had a few stats about XR ad campaigns that kind of stood out to me. I saw twenty five percent higher click through, sixty five percent conversion rate, sixty percent increased social engagement. Why do you think these numbers are so high in comparison to what you might see with other traditional media channels? Sure. So, so again, you know, using augmented reality in this instance, um, being able to try the brand on before you buy it, uh, it's, it's, that's a huge tick right now, uptick for what's happening inside the digital media. Um, with AR, again, you can have a couch, you can have uh, your different furniture deployed inside your house. You can put it against the wall, take pictures, change colors, share with your, your, your husband or your wife or, or, or friends to see if it's, it's the right uh, fit, the right color, the right couch, if you will, or, or, or their furniture uh, before you actually buy it. So with that comes a stickiness and, and you know, a, a better brand recall because you're spending a lot more time with a 3D interactive object, again, using augmented reality in this case, to learn about the brand, to see what other ancillary brands there are. And maybe the, the, the couch, the brown couch you're looking at now is not the right one, but there is a, a scroll menu with, with a Trevor has. So you can actually look at other couches and launches as well, too. So you're seeing a lot of big brands use AR for that specific reason. Try before you buy, which is very, very helpful because now, you know, besides going to the store and looking at the couches inside showrooms or furniture inside showrooms, you can see it in your own home, which is a, yep. a big benefit. Yeah. How do you know if your campaign is performing well? Do you have any benchmarks or KPIs that advertisers should kind of look for? Sure. So, so once a brand launches uh, a Trevor ad campaign, so they can view their ad campaign in real time to see how many people are seeing it, what are the click-through rates, what are the shares, what are the purchase intent. We're getting all those APIs on the ad dashboard. And again, the brands, uh, the advertisers can see this and, and decide where they want to put more money into it. Or they want to shift that their, their brain and smart object to a different area or a different location or a different metaverse location because they might have multiple campaigns running and maybe B is getting more than A. Right. Uh, we can do that all day long. It's, it's not a problem for us. You did talk a little bit about some challenges that are faced in the industry. Are there any other ones that you haven't mentioned yet? Yeah, there's a there's a thought that you know the metaverse, the 3D environments is is complex. It's hard mm-hmm. to uh, to do advertise in because traditionally, I, I go back to my point earlier. If if I'm a let's say Coca Cola in this case, if I'm Coca Cola and I want to be able to put my Coke in in ten different locations throughout the metaverse. I have to create 10 different asset files and deploy each one of those independently. Again, that all goes away with Trevor. It's the one and done system we have there. 
So that's that's one. It really educating you know everybody out there that there is a system that makes it very very easy to advertise in the metaverse and Web three. And the second part of this thing, and this is going more towards the NFTs, um, to where there's a lot of uh, fraudulent NFTs, there's knockoffs. Yes, you know, some of you might have registered their NFT on blockchain using cryptocurrencies, which is great. There's there's a there's a paper trail of that, right? There's authenticity in terms of being able to validate ownership with that with that blockchain with the blockchain and the crypto uh, smart contracts. But when you're buying them off the internet, like OpenSea or these uh, seller bees or places like that. How do you know that's not a knockoff? I think that one of the latest articles from OpenSea is they they acknowledge that over 80% of their NFTs on, on OpenSea is fraudulent. Mm. So Trevor has a patent and has a technology which are coming out very soon to where you actually, if you're on your desktop, you can open up our, our NFT scanner and scan that NFT. Okay. It actually validates and shows who the ownership uh, ownership actually is right then and there. And it's not a fraudulent one. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, we've been busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> Joel, thanks again for joining me on the Marketing Insider. Thank you so much, Monique. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I want to make sure you do have a chance to plug anything exciting coming up for you guys and to also let our listeners know where they can connect with you and Trevor. If you go to Trevor, T-R-I-V-V-E-R, N-F-T uh, dot com. So it's Trevor N-F-T dot com. And there's a link that where people can actually can create their own smart NFT portals. And what that means is they're, they're able to upload um, their object files, which will create smart object files for them, put them into um, this portal we have where people can see up to five NFTs. They can scroll, they can see the NFTs in 3D, they can see an augmented reality, again, learn where to buy, share their friends. All that functionality is in this NFT smart portal. And this is really cool because, again, this goes back to being able to take pictures with your NFT, share with your friends. And we're going to allow for a limited time for people to create their free NFT portals. We're here to help them. If they don't have 3D files, we can help create those for them as well, too. And the other thing that's really cool that we're doing is, is we're actually taking um, our metaverse environment that we have, and we created a, a, a digital twin for that. And we're using an augmented reality to where I can launch that the Trevor building that's in Decentraland. I can launch it in my own home, at my work, wherever I'm at with my smartphone. And I can launch an augmented reality and actually walk into that environment, walk into the Trevor building that's in Decentraland and look at the NFTs that are displayed there, look at the videos that we have up and running, and again, learn where to buy. So this really brings, you know, the metaverse to people's smartphones. Yeah, that's awesome. So we'll go ahead and um, add whatever links we can in the show notes. So listeners, be, be sure to check those out. Beautiful. And Joel, thanks again. Thank you so much. I appreciate awesome. it. Mm-hmm. In addition to thanking today's guests of the podcast, I also want to thank those of you listening at home or on the go. If you've not already, please take a moment to follow the Marketing Insider so you never miss an episode. Rate us five stars on your podcast app of choice, our favorite being Spotify, and share us with a friend or colleague so we can keep the conversation going. And with that, we'll see you next month with a brand new episode. Bye now. Bye now.